Welcome back to the Saturday Stoke. Think of it like a shot of espresso for your soul. Theologians say the earth was formed from wisdom, from the Logos, or Word of God. There is in everything we see and hear and taste and experience the wisdom of God. In the scriptures, King Solomon urges us to seek the wisdom of God, this life-giving, life-sustaining wisdom. Wisdom should be a daily pursuit for us. And I don't mean a pursuit in which we range about the internet looking for information, The world fills up daily with more information than we can ever hope to know, and much of it comes from suspect sources and will do little to feed our souls. The wisdom we should pursue, writes Solomon, begins with the fear of God. Eh, but Tim, you say, what does this fear of God mean for us? Am I supposed to walk around in my house afraid of God? Is he some distant deity throwing thunderbolts at us humans? Is this the fear King Solomon is speaking of? I mean, why would I want to pursue such a god? Ah, yes, I reply. This idea of the fear of God can sound a bit odd for us in the modern world. But the idea of fearing God means that we should respect and honor God in reverence and awe. This is also the heart of worship. Such worship cultivates intimacy with the Almighty, and we grow in him and in his wisdom. We find this same idea of fear of God strewn all about the scriptures, several times in the book of Proverbs, in chapter 9, verse 10, and in chapter 15, verse 33, and in the Psalms, chapter 110, verse 10, and the book of Job, chapter 28, verse 28. The pursuit of wisdom looks like cultivating your relationship with God. Simple as that. I used to think wisdom was life's secret sauce, and that only the really smart people were wise. I also used to buy into the false notion that wisdom is attained only through experience. We try, we fail, and we wise up. I still think wisdom is life's secret sauce, but that other stuff, well, that's complete rubbish, really. Wisdom is available to all who pursue and ask for it, because wisdom is God himself. In fact, For the ancient peoples, the Proverbs were often taught early in life, in schools, to the young, and in the home. The saucy tanginess of wisdom is there for us all, young and old alike. So let's go after it. Here's a quick hack for attaining some of this tanginess that I speak of. Seek practical know-how, choose virtue, and live in obedience. First, know-how. In Proverbs chapter 1, verse 2, wisdom means practical and clever, like good old-fashioned know-how. Why are we reading the Proverbs? 
to gain know-how, practical knowledge of life, so that we can navigate it better. The word discipline reminds us that getting wisdom requires surrender and rigor and persistence. The wise live life like Michael Jordan practiced basketball with daily tenacity. They're given to the task of getting wisdom. In our instant world of blogs, news feeds, and tweets, we perhaps read more, but we comprehend less. Proverbs helps us gain understanding, which requires a certain level of depth. We must analyze, dig deep, read between the lines, and spend time reflecting on the Proverbs in order to get wisdom. Next, virtue. Prudence marks the wise. The practical person must also be a moral person. In the Proverbs, the word fool can carry a moral element. A fool is morally deficient, someone who doesn't have a moral compass. They're prone to evil. The wise, on the other hand, are morally submitted to the way of God. And finally, obedience. When we give knowledge and discretion to the young, we impart our own knowledge of God to them. Knowledge here refers less to our own personal experience with God and more to our obedience to God. We can't teach virtuous know-how to the young unless we ourselves live in obedience to God, to His ways, His ethics, and His desires. So let's model wisdom rather than foolishness to our kids. What do you say? Put it another way, let's model a fair and practical way of life, one that chases after God, submits to God's desires, one that never stops growing, one that sees room for growth, rather than a life marked by the morally questionable or the morally lost, one that does not accept or live by the information overload in the world. Let's use the discernment and wisdom given to us by God today. Let's fear Him and walk the line of virtue. And remember, stay stoked, my friends. Stay stoked.